Welcome to Talk Tennis, a podcast created specifically for you, the tennis fanatic. Join us each week as we work to elevate your game both on and off the court. We will deliver fresh episodes to keep you up to date with tennis trends and technologies, as well as exclusive interviews with industry experts, current and former pros, and so much more. Here's your host, Michelle. Welcome to Talk Tennis. Today I have my fellow playtesters with me and we are going to do a little bit of everything including speak about apparel trends and footwear trends that we're going to see at the Australian Open and we're going to talk about the Australian Open draws and then we're going to talk about some of our favorite products of 2020. I know it's still early in the year but we've been testing so many things and we have a lot to say. So welcome Tiffany and Troy. Thank you for joining me. Thank you. Hi. Thanks for having us. Now, I do have to mention we are recording this a couple days before the Australian Open has started. So there's already been some players that have been pulling out, unfortunately. So subject to change what we're about to talk about, but hopefully everything is still relevant when you listen to this. We also want to mention you can't talk about the Australian Open this year without the fires and it's devastating news and we are doing our part as a company to help out and we have our sister company Tennis Only down in Australia and they're working on some donation efforts and Tennis Warehouse will also be involved in that so we do want to acknowledge that and Honestly, I think it's going to be an Australian Open that's going to be talked about and remembered. Yeah. What do you guys think? Yeah, the first of the new decade. First of the new decade, yeah. that's right. Yeah, it's going to be crazy to see how things unfold with the whole draws and everything, especially with the younger players starting yeah. to really push. We've definitely yeah. got the next gen. And I know they're using that only on the ATP. I don't know what we're calling it on the women's side, but the women, the young ladies, they're coming in hot and I'm excited to watch. Yeah, we have Ashley Barty as the number one seed. That's really exciting. Yeah, she is amazing and she's Australian. Great personality and super excited to see her compete down there. Yeah, I hope it goes well. Maybe this is a question coming down the pipe, but I I mean, I'm really rooting for her. She would be my pick. Yeah. I think a lot of us feel that way. Yeah. Yeah, She's just a great player, has a great style, all around game. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Good personality. You watch her on court, you get that vibe and then... I was lucky enough to get to meet her on our demo court at BNP a few yeah. years ago. She did an event for uh, Fila and uh, worked with the kids, was just like super cool, super humble. She's and, as nice yeah. as you would expect. Yeah. That's cool. And she rips. <laughs> sick hands and sick slice. You know, it's, know. it's cool. Yeah. She's one of those people that like girls want to be her friend, guys want to hang out with her. I don't think she has too many enemies. And she like makes tennis look fun again. Bring some fun variety. Yeah, different to that. game style than a lot of other. Yeah, games. for sure. Well, we're excited to talk about all the things, but let's talk about fashion trends first. Australian Open is always kind of known as obviously the first major of the year, but also some wild style has come into play. Like oh, for sure. years past. This year is no different. Okay. I think Nike's going bold. <laughs> I mean, there's this bodysuit. You could wear it alone. Don't yeah. know if anyone will. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, you know, th- their idea is you could wear it with the skirt. It's yeah. a fun, fun print. Love all those colors. Yeah. Or the dress. It's like a whole system of dress, and you can take it and make it your own. It comes in three different colors. And yeah. 
just like if you want to layer it up or if you can rock it. Where is the inspiration coming from on this one? Do you know? You know, I don't know. I do know about the print. They worked with an Australian artist to come up with that print, and it's just drawing from the country's inspiration. And That's cool. Yeah, it's a cool story, and I just really, it's fun colors. Yeah. It's not textured, per se. Like, yeah. when you touch it, it's just going to feel like your your standard it. performance, dry fit. Yeah. But it, ha- it has a look of a texture, I think. Yeah, and there's some fun sweatsuits going on with Nike. Oh, yeah, you've seen Curios, Curios with the full, the women's to match. Yeah, so they're having fun out there. And then footwear, it's called the Fairy Pack. Is that <laughs> For the Nike yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I question the way I say it because it's called Fairy Bread. And I remember when they introduced it to us in the United States, we were kind of unsure what Fairy Bread was. And like, well, excuse me, are you talking about Funfetti cake? But fairy bread is actually just white bread with margarine or butter and then sprinkles on top, right? Yeah, it's like <laughs> unicorn yes. toast, I guess. I'm, I, I'm here for that. Yeah, like in our mind or our culture, we think like, you know, the funfetti cake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or I think of like animal cookies. You oh, know, totally. That's like stuff, you know. Yeah. But yeah. when I look at the shoes up close, they look good. They look yeah. really yeah. cool. I like them too. They're just fun. Nike does a really good job of executing fun packs like that every so often. And I think those are going to do well amongst everyone. What other pieces from Nike should we talk about? There's some ones that stand out for sure. And unfortunately, the bodysuit that Tiffany was referencing, all of Nike's promotional material has Bianca Andreescu in it. And unfortunately, she's already pulled out of the tournament due to injury. So that's a bummer. I was really curious to see how she was going to wear it because she does have her own flair. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And she's in all those pictures, as you said. I had seen uh, Jeannie rocking the the kit, though. Okay. The bodysuit with the skirt. With the skirt. I think the bodysuit in black, maybe. Maybe. I believe so. Cool. But with the skirt pairing, I, I think it's actually it kind of cool. Yeah, I and think so works. too. And Nike's kind of seems like in the last year or so have been big on the retro vibe, the like 80s, 90s. And when I saw the bodysuit, I just <laughs> automatically thought like a 90s aerobics class, you know, bodysuit. Totally. You know? And that's kind of the thing, you know, with Nike's tennis stuff, but also like in the, the trendy like streetwear. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's huge, the 90 vibes. Yeah, and now that you mentioned that, I'm having like flashbacks. I swear when I was 12 or 13, I actually had a Nike bodysuit and it was like <laughs> this aqua gray blend of colors and I loved it. It was so comfortable because at first I'm like, who is going to wear this? This is going to be so uncomfortable. But now that I'm thinking back, retro, mm-hmm. yeah, it's comfy. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, think it'd be like competitive swimmers. I mean, mm-hmm. they wear, I think there's probably a lot of function to it and aside from the fashion. I mean, yeah. Just compressive, but there's nice ventilation panels. I also have to say one of our favorite like cult items from Nike lately when they've been doing fun collections like this have been the hats. And the hats on this collection are awesome. I think it's one I know last year at BMP we were all rocking like different color Nike hats. These are really cool. Definitely one that I probably will snag for my collection. Yeah, I'm actually all about the bucket hat. I love the reversible (laughs) bucket hat. Again, has that print on that one side. I like both the men's and the women's. They're both fun. Yeah. But, I, you know, court function, probably, I do really like. The more like the feather light hat would yeah. print, too. Yeah. yeah. And the retro, the retro Nike court logo. Yeah. I yeah. love yeah. that they brought that back. Yeah. yeah. With the strap back, the kind of dad style hat. That's yeah. That's definitely in right now, yeah. <laughs> that's in. Let's talk a little bit about Adidas or Adidas, however you prefer to pronounce it. Um, last year, we saw... 
them with a parlay collection Mm -hmm. and this year they have the heat ready collection yeah it's a new technology it's textured on the inside so it doesn't stick to you it's gonna dry fast the whole idea is that you're feeling cool while you're out there competing okay it looks really nice i think they always do a really good job of just doing nice classy looks I, i like that on the guy's side that there's a nice wild print not too wild but i mean you get your energetic print but then you also have your classy henley style polo the really modern look for the tennis polo yeah in the henley oh sorry in the the henley i kind of like the purplish kind of pastel colors Mm -hmm. you're doing that looks good especially the way it's matching some of their you got that little hint of color too in the Mm -hmm. placket a little contrast there yeah it looks great about the details And I have to let any of the women out there listening know that our favorite shoe has come back from Adidas. It is named something slightly different, but anyone that used to wear the Adidas Stella Barricade Boost, it is back. It's been, I know it's one of Tiffany's favorite shoes. It's one of my favorite shoes. It's one of Brittany's favorite shoes. So we're super excited to let you guys know that it's back. It's now called the Adidas Stella Court. Same great shoe, new name. So if you've been worried that it's not coming back, don't fear. (laughs) It's back. So we're excited to see that. And then speaking of Adidas footwear, they came into the market with a laceless shoe for 2020. So we have the Stycon, which I know some of the guys have been Mm playtesting it. Um, The women haven't gotten ours yet. So we've tried it on, though. Did try it on. And I was surprised how actually it was not as difficult to get on as it looked. Yeah. 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 The additional finger hook on the front, like where the top of the tongue mm-hmm. would usually be, combined with the hook on the back is what really helps yeah. get it on. It's, you know, it's not the easiest shoe to get on, but it's definitely not as hard as it looks. And uh, yeah, I've been wearing it around, got it on court a couple times, okay. but it's very locked in, I think. Yeah. Uh, we, you know, we haven't got, you know, a ton of time on it yet. Yeah. So down the road, you know, that opinion may change a little bit, but you're super locked in. There's really no way that I could see that it would be unstable. It's really low to the ground. Yeah, it seems um, For not having laces, those are like those uh, bungees kind of inside under, underneath the, yeah. the mesh upper and it like just hugs your foot. I mean, yeah. you feel like once you get your foot in there, it's almost like a vacuum seal. It's like, okay. boom, you know? Yeah. Um, so. And I know that's been a big question. A lot of people have been curious if it is actually going to hug you in, and it is. <laughs> I know yeah. Chris really likes it, too. Yes. It, it hugs you in so much that you get all that support on court. But as like me and Chris were talking about, as soon as we're done playing and we're back at our desks, mm-hmm. we're slipping it off because okay. you can't loosen the laces, you know. Yeah. So we slip it off and put on our slides or some softer, more open shoes, you know. But yeah, yeah it's uh, pretty good so far. And then for anyone listening that doesn't realize, the barricade is no longer being brought into the market at this point. So if you are looking for either a replacement for your barricades, this could be it. It seems also like it's going to be fairly durable. It's not too light. It's actually a little bit heavier than we all kind of expected. So it's going to, again, be stable. It's definitely a shoe to check out. You're going to look stylish and have that next-gen vibe. Oh, yeah. Definitely people will stop to ask, I think. Yeah. You see these on the tennis court. Yeah. It def- definitely doesn't look like a tennis shoe. No. It doesn't. Yeah. And I, I I don't know if I like them or not yet, but they're here. <laughs> I know a lot of people, I think we're polarized on them. So I think people are either really liking them or not. And I know Chris really enjoys it and thinks it's stylish. But I know like Boonie didn't love the style. What do you think, Troy? I'm kind of in between. It's, yeah. it's growing on me. Okay. At first, I was like, uh, you know, it kind of looked a little bit more like a like a wrestling type of shoe yeah. or something. Yeah. But the more I put it on, the more I've worn it with different shorts and whatnot. Yeah, it's growing on me. It yeah. definitely kind of has that modern look. Doesn't look like a tennis shoe. 
I think it'll be something young and fresh. Right. Kind of has that basketball shoe type of vibe going on too. Yeah. So, yeah. And we don't know if any players will be playing in it. You never know. A lot of times the players kind of will see something that they want to wear and then they'll make that decision on their own. Not always what the brand wants them to wear. So we'll see. Yeah. Cool. Let's talk about New Balance a little bit. I feel like they've done a good job with becoming pretty trendy in the tennis industry. And I know all three of us right now, our place has seen a new pair of shoes from them and they've been doing amazing with their footwear. So what do you guys have to say about New Balance? I really am liking the 996 V4. It's super comfortable. It's actually, if I've been wearing another pair of shoes and I just like to change out of my tennis shoes after I hit anyway, just because they get hot, Mm -hmm. you know, just running around in them. I wear them around the office. You'll see me walking around and they're bright. I have the, (laughs) the, they're like a hot pink color. So you see me coming. Yeah. But um, literally really hot. Yeah. 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 Literally. Yeah. 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 It's a really, they're so comfortable. For people to let, but I've enjoyed them on the court too. Yeah. My wide feet. I'm loving that they're in a D width. Yes. Yes. And I think that guys are enjoying them also. Yeah, they're comfortable. As soon as I put them on, I was like, man, these are nice. Yeah. Probably the most comfortable 996 I've tried. 100%. Um, low to the ground, lightweight, love wearing them on court, love being in the gym with them. Yeah. I don't know if they're going to take the place of the fresh foam love. That's, yeah. And Tiff and I like, haven't tried no. those yet, so we can't compete. But... They're out, though, this year. Yeah. They're 2020, the women's The version. women's love. They look awesome. I'm hoping we get to play toast those soon. We have so many shoes right now that we're testing, so I'm sure they'll come eventually, but they look awesome. Do they have any tour support? Uh, the 996 V4? Wi- uh, no, 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 no. The women's the love. Women's love. Uh, Danielle Collins. There you go. She's playing and out of her mind lately. And out. Got some new shoes on. I was going to say. Even got a new racket in her hand. Yeah, I heard her interview actually after last week, and she didn't really want to talk about it. <laughs> I don't know if you heard it, but they were asking, hey, you've got a babla in your hands. What's going on there? And she was just kind of like, yeah, I'm trying new things. I don't know. That's it. That's all. Yeah. So it will be interesting to see what she shows up with in her hands for the Australian. Yeah. And then we can't talk about New Balance without talking about our girl, Coco Goff. Oh, yeah. yeah. She is rocking the New Balance and she wears it well. So mm-hmm. she's got her 996 and she's just, we can't say enough good things about oh, yeah. this girl. She's legit. She's legit. Yes. So Exciting. Yeah. And then on the men's side, we've got some players that wear the clothes well also. Is Milos back? Milos, yeah, still New Balance, still yeah. in the love. Okay. I believe Jordan Thompson, the yeah. Aussie, yeah. box New Balance. Okay. Yeah. The Fresh From Love that they brought up for Milos is, is a great shoe. Yeah. yeah, definitely. I know it's a favorite amongst many, and a lot of people that have tried it love it and want to stay in it. So... Let's talk a little bit about some ASICs. Now, I said we were going to talk about some of our favorite gear of 2020. And the Gel Resolution 8 did drop at the end of 2019. But we're going to throw it into the 2020 mix. And I know Tiff and I just wrapped up our playtest of those Mm -hmm. shoes. And I think Troy did also. And we have only good things to say about that one. Yeah. I mean, ASICs cushioning. Yeah. Always, always great. Yeah, they got that down. And they've got Monfils as their lead athlete in that mm-hmm. shoe. So, I mean, if it's good enough for him, <laughs> the rest of us are fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Monfils killing it with yeah. those. I mean, he was using the sevens. Yeah. I used the sevens after the last time we reviewed them. Tried these eights. Mm-hmm. Easy transition. Yeah. Not a ton of things have changed, but one of the things I think you guys agree upon the upper mm-hmm. is just more flexible out of the box. Totally. Yeah. It's not, I mean, they have a wide option now, which is awesome. Right. Because that was like one of the biggest knocks for people with the last gen. Yeah. 
was that it was a great shoe, just too tight for him. We have a 2E now, so you ain't got to worry about that. Yeah. But even for those with a D width, they're like just a kind of a, a more medium foot. The upper really forms your foot well. So I think it fits a variety of foot types. They have the wide option. And it's just got the stability that it's always been known for, the comfort, yeah. six-month guarantee. Yeah. Or, yeah. One of the, I would say for sure, top three shoe. Yeah. It's taking color really nicely as well, in my opinion. So it looks great out there. And then we have a new athlete with A6, head-to-toe A6, which is Borna Korich. Chorich? Yeah. I always Chorich. pronounce it wrong. Yeah. I don't know. But he was with Nike, and he just made yeah. the switch. Yeah. And he's actually using, last I checked, he's using Cord FF2s. Cord FF2s. He's using the Novak indoor shoe. So, yeah, he looks good in A6. He's rocking the FF2s. I mean, for me, I was just talking to a couple people about the main difference between the FF2 and the Jail Res because they're actually pretty similar in weight, yeah. if not identical. But for me, the FF2s are just a little lower to the ground, a little bit more that like sports car feel, you know, yeah. like where you're like yeah. really connected. But the main problem for me with shoes that are like really low is that they don't have any cushioning. And these have just that right amount of like that flight foam that they're still padded underneath the balls of my yeah. feet. But you're just a little lower to the ground in those. Whereas the gel res are just a little bit more bulky filling. Yeah, I would have to agree. I mean, yeah. I, they are pretty similar. And like I said, I don't know which one weighs more. But I feel like the Cord FF2 plays lighter mm-hmm. than the scale says. It. Yeah. You do feel fast in those shoes. The gel res doesn't feel heavy or clunky by any means. No, but no, no. It's just it does have a little bit more of a stability, supportive feel than yeah. the FF. Yeah. More sturdy feel, yeah. Yeah. And then uh, just to mention on the women's side. Yeah. Caroline Garcia, another former Nike, is on to ASICs. Nice. And she's rocking Gel Res 8 for women. Nice. Yeah. I feel like both those switches really kind of define the brand where I think ASICs is just a really like solid athlete kind of vibe, I guess you could say. And those two players work so hard and so fit. Yeah. And I think it works. It's a good fit for them. So happy to see them in some new gear for 2020. Let's chat a little bit about some Fila stuff. Speaking of Ash Barty, she rocks oh, yeah, the, she Fila. the Fila. I'm loving all the red. The men's collection's a little different. It's got little Italian heritage yeah. there with the green, the red, and the white. Fila's Italian heritage coming through. I think they always just come out with a nice, classy-looking collection, Fila does. For sure. And Fila is trending so big outside of tennis with, like, the cool kids. Um, It's really kind of becoming a brand that has that classic heritage, and I think their court style is keeping up. Yeah. I mean, they had a strong retro vibe, you know, back in the 90s and stuff. Right. They had some big basketball players, and it just they kind of have that vibe, and the feel that kind of brings that back now with that being kind of the trend is that that retro look, at least off-court. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it looks nice. So excited for that. And then we can talk about real quick the shoes, Fila Axelis to Energize. Those are great shoes also. Definitely a wider fitting shoe, Mm -hmm. but we're seeing a lot of the pros endorse that shoe as well. Yeah. Yeah. And they come in several colors that will coordinate. Like you'll see the pros out there, but they're available too. Yeah. Barty, Plishkova, Mm -hmm. our SoCal guy, Sam. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of SoCal, let's go to a SoCal brand. I wanted to talk a little bit about K-Swiss. So Case was actually, if we talk strictly about footwear, they're kind of notorious for having a bit of a wider fit. 
and more cushioning, which most people that have ever worn K-Swiss love that about that. And they are introducing some new models in 2020, and they're keeping that heritage around, but they're making things a little more performance-oriented. So they just launched a new shoe called the Hypercourt Supreme, which was heavily influenced by one of our sponsored players, Marcos Giron. And he'll be rocking that in Australia. And I know we haven't gotten to play test them, but we have put our feet in those shoes. What are your guys' initial thoughts? Yeah, it feels good. It feels like a it feels like a hypercourt. It's yeah. got a lot of things in common with a hypercourt express, even the new one, the hypercourt express two. I've tried them yeah. on side by side. For me, it's got that medium and the men's side, like slightly generous mm-hmm. fit. Yeah. So it's a good accommodating fit. Mm-hmm. First thing I noticed that I hadn't really noticed with some of the previous case was it's got like more of a booty construction. Yeah. So I can see where the Supreme is really going for that performance, that like locked in ride, mm-hmm. the cushioning and stuff. When I walked around them still feels like a, you know, a case with shoe. Yeah. And then I threw them on the scale and I was surprised. They're like right at 13 ounces. So okay. they're like still a lightweight shoe, yeah. but built for speed and performance. So. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, I just slipped it on. Yeah. I would say that it, it didn't feel as wide as some other case wishes, mm-hmm. but it, the upper was still really soft, felt really comfortable, and it just felt like it's going to be a faster feeling yeah. shoe than the, the Hypercourt Express. Yeah, I'm excited to see that one on the court. And it's taking color really well. K-Swiss is doing great things. We actually have been able to meet with their designer, MJ. He is awesome. I don't know if you guys listened to one of our footwear episodes in the past. Spencer talks about MJ a bit, but he's super innovative, and he's really interested in making shoes for the tennis player, and he is doing a great job, in my opinion. Agreed. It's exciting to see all the new designs come out from K-Swiss. 100%. I've seen a couple uh, looks on the uh, Aeronet shoe, which I really like. Yeah. And I've seen some new colors for this year. Yeah. I think they look sweet. Yeah, Yeah. I think you guys are going to be surprised. K-Swiss is putting the work in. (laughs) Oh, we got to quickly talk a little bit about Lucky and Love. And Bethany, she has a new collection for, I don't know if it's for the Australian Open necessarily, but we know she'll be rocking it down under. Yeah. I mean, talking about trends, I think Lucky and Love, as far as tennis, is Definitely out there setting trends. Yeah. And I mean, brightly colored, but still just looks great as an outfit. Loving the tie option. I mean, tying your tanks. That's cute. Yeah. I mean... (laughs) I don't know about the long skirts. I don't know if there's a still, still if she's still rocking it. <laughs> Sorry, Beth. <laughs> I'm still not sold on that one. <laughs> yeah, I think it's in a navy color this yeah. time around. Okay. Yeah, definite personality behind every piece, and I feel like, you know, there's a bit of everything for you too. If you're not necessarily wanting that print all the way all the time, they have those really cool, fun silhouettes too. Just yeah, in a more solid color. So. And just since we're talking about Beth at the moment, yeah, um, I've seen her training and practicing, and it looks like she might be using a different Babolat racket this year. I think she uh, is. Yeah. 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 She, she might be going from strike to pure arrow. Yeah. That will be interesting, which yeah. is good because she was coming from an extended pure drive, I think, into the pure strike. Yeah. And I think she was mentioning that she just was looking for a little more free power and spin. Yeah. So it could be a good combo. And I'm curious, I don't know at this point, the doubles draws are not out, but she's been playing doubles with Sophia Kennan and they've been killing it on the court. So I don't know who she's partnering up with for the Aussie, but I know when she gets down there, she'll be ready to go and she'll want to take no prisoners. So it'll be good to watch her compete. For sure. Yeah. 
Any other brands? I know I mentioned Lacoste. I saw some of the ladies showing off their new dresses. They're always just such a beautiful brand. Their court stuff looks so nice, and the players that wear their gear always look really good in it. And you can always count on Lacoste on the men's side to come out with a great polo. Yeah. You'll see Novak out there in his his special kit. Very green. Green. (laughs) Yeah. The top and the shoes. Yeah. Yeah. But um, it's good. We can talk about a brand that unfortunately we don't carry, Uniqlo and Roger. Have you seen any of Roger's kits yet? I did. I want to say there was, from what I recall, there was some like burgundy purple with okay. black. And Nisha Corey. Maybe a purple look okay. with hints of black and purple kind of combo thing okay. from what I saw from one of his kits. And then yeah. like, I don't know if Nike's going to do a vapor color for him or if it was just the site that kind of touched yeah. up on their site, but it had like a matching vapor to kind of go with the kit. But I haven't seen Nishikori's style on okay. colors, color-wise. We'll yeah. Yeah. Okay. But he's also kind of been battling his elbow and whatnot, yeah, his arm injury. So right. I don't know Did, if he's. Is gonna, he in? I, he's I, I didn't in. see his name in the draw. Shoot. Okay. Well, so, then we don't need to worry about his yeah. kit. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why they probably held off on showing any of his kit. Yeah. 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 It's crazy. There's been so many people that have pulled out and like people that have pulled out before a week in front of the tournament so it's been a lot of players unfortunately Alex Demonar just dropped out he's kind of one of my favorite Aussies I know I was looking forward to it I really had fun watching him yeah at the ATP Cup yeah, yeah. well we can transition right there let's dive into this draw oh yeah I know do we go ladies first or I am not looking at the draw at the moment but we cannot speak about women's tennis without bringing up Queen Serena and she is notorious for kind of like having her off season coming into January and like working herself into shape and it always is like she's ready to go and we just saw that happen last week so she is always going to be dangerous I just have to preface that and now that she's won her first title since being a mom I think she's like ready to be unstoppable and just like keep collecting titles in 2020 yeah she's always in the conversation I feel like so never dangerous on the women's side as I'm scrolling through the first rounds I think one that stands out to me is a rematch of the Venus Coco yes. first round match. That's crazy. Yeah, that's that's a that's a tough one, man. I I don't know who to. I I want them both to win. Is that possible? I mean, yeah, I know, yeah. I know. It's it's one of those things where you don't know how long Venus is going to be out there anymore. But Coco, how do you not root for her? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. That's rough. And it, it hasn't seemed like since Coco blew up, like her levels really dropped a whole no, lot. No, I know. It's not like she had like a, you know, one of those climaxes and then kind of fell right. back down. Yeah. So, uh, you know, she looks like she has a good chance against Venus, even though Venus is she's just always a, dangerous. a legit yeah. champion yeah. every, every year. But. Yeah, for sure. Super excited to watch that one. And it was funny. I was talking to someone that's not a tennis person and kind of had to explain, like, Australian Open Sierra, that means we all set our alarm clocks for, like, 2 a.m. <laughs> and wake yeah. up in the middle of the night to watch tennis. Yeah, the, the time difference is... Oh, it's killing is, me. It's a challenge, yeah. <laughs> I don't know who she's playing first round. I don't know who she's got to get past. But Petra Kvitova is always one of my favorites, and she had a great warm-up tournament. So I'm excited to see what she can do down under. She just played that exhibition match. Don't tell me. Like, Troy's looking at me like, oh, she just pulled out. 
No, no. Okay. I want to say she's playing another Czech in the first round. Mm, correct. Is it Sinyakova? Sinyakova. Yeah. She's dangerous yeah. too. Okay. And that's so always that's, a that's always a, a mental thing when you're playing another fellow yeah. country woman. So. 100%. Yeah. Well, we've got Ash Barty as the number one seed. So as we've already mentioned, we'd like to all see her go pretty far, if oh, not yeah. win the whole thing. Allison Risk is a dangerous American, I think always on hard courts, and I think she does really well in conditions that, that they're dealing with. She seems to be super fit and does really well when it's hot. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious to see how far she can make it in her section of the draw. Madison Keys. Keys and Kazakina, that's going to be yeah, a, good a good one. Yeah. Kazakina kind of had like a little bit of a fall off last year yeah. at certain points. So I feel like Keys would probably be the favorite in that matchup. But I feel like if the conditions are playing slow, Kazakin is a grinder mm-hmm. and she gets a lot of spins. So yeah. if she can kind of like get keys to kind of fall off her power game and yeah. starts missing a little bit, that could go either way. But I, I think I think I'm pulling for Maddie in that one. Yeah, yeah. same. Osaka's in that top half of the draw. Her game looks good. Yeah. She got a new hitting partner in the offseason. Okay. Uh, former UCLA guy, Crucell. Nice. Who was on the tour and now he's kind of like coaching and hitting and stuff like that. So. That'd be something interesting to see how that works out. And, yeah. You know? I just want to make sure that she's having fun out there. Sometimes I worry about her, but she is. I know yeah. she is. I think she's just very, like, reserved and mm-hmm. all that. But she's she's looking sharp. Oh, yeah. She's going to be a force in that tournament. Yeah. I want to bring up Sloane Stevens real quick. <laughs> she's kind of been struggling, and her ranking's starting to drop. I know she's engaged and all of that, but do we think that tennis is on the forefront of her brain at the moment? <laughs> That's hard to say. Sometimes I guess I could say I'd start to doubt her, yeah. you know, dedication or whatnot, yeah. but she's proved so many people wrong in the past where she could be playing out of form and she's a gamer. She's like a big tournament player. Yeah, that's right. And uh, it's hard to say that. I mean, she could come out and just start balling and get to a quarter, get to a semi. You never know. She has the game. She has the fight. She's going to prove me wrong. (laughs) You never know. Um, It's not going to be easy, though, but we'll see. Yeah. Another uh, matchup that I was going through, the first round matchups, Simona Halep and Brady. The American, oh, Jen Brady. Yeah, okay. Yeah. She, she's she got some game, Jen Brady. She and does. Halep, you know, she's just like top five, like staple. You know, yeah. she's just super con- the consummate consistent. professional. Totally. Super consistent, fit as a whistle. Yeah. But Jen Brady's been playing pretty good. She's yeah. got a huge, she's got what to me, like I call the ATP forehand. She yeah. has that big spin forehand. <laughs> I think that could be a good matchup. I don't know if she's going to upset, but I think it could be a, a really close match. With that, that could one. be. Yeah. We have to bring up Troy's favorite. Maria Sharapova got a wild card. <laughs> wild she wild card. card. She's a wild card. Where's Donna Vekic? <laughs> Against Donna Vekic. Yeah. <laughs> Which, I mean, that could, that could be a battle. Yeah, Vekic has been playing good. Yeah. I watched last a little year. bit of yeah. her last night. and Based on more recent results, I'd probably say Vekic is the favorite. Yeah. But, I mean, Maria's you're going got up to, yeah. that fight, though. Yeah. Uh, kind of like what you were saying about Sloan. She's, yeah. She shows up. So. And Vekic knows who she's playing. She's playing yes. Maria Sharapova. So, yeah. I mean, that is a slight thing. I mean, as much as we're competitors and we just yeah. try to forget who's on the other side of the net, it's Maria. Yeah. So, yeah. We'll see. We'll see. That'll be a good one. We got to give a shout out to our team Tita player, Christy On. She is in the main draw and she is going to play Caroline Wozniacki first round. Yeah. A winnable match for sure. 
which I am excited for Christy, but also it's Caroline Wozniacki's last tournament. Yeah. Do you want, she yeah. I know. <laughs> to be the one to take her out. You know, that'd be... So oh. anyone listening, be sure to tune into our Instagram because a bunch of our players will be doing takeovers mm-hmm. and Christy is one of them. So that will be fun to watch. Yeah, she. I follow her on Instagram. She's always got such a fun personality. Yeah, she's awesome. Really good personality for sure. But yeah, that could be a really good match. Christy can play offensive. She yeah. can counterpunch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. if she's playing at a high level and maybe Wazzy's not having the greatest day, I think that's a possible okay. upset. That's but that'd be tough to take Wazzy out of her last... I know. Australian. Is it last last tournament? Last tournament. I think it's her last yeah. tournament. Yeah. 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 That's crazy. She got her only slam at the Australian. So Yeah. So she likes She plays good in the Australian. You yeah. Know. And yeah. she's been, you know, she played dubs with Serena last week and I think she's really enjoying it. And so maybe taking that pressure off might really do her wonders too. So we'll yeah. see. Danielle Collins, we kind of already mentioned her. She's doing things yeah. this year. I'm excited. She's fun to watch. So fiery. Fiery, yeah. yes. Yeah. She could have a big run. She could, yeah. Who else do we have? Lauren Davis in the main draw. Woo, that's cool. Yeah, I love her big game. Such a small girl. She's Woo. awesome. Yeah, she is awesome. Uh, Muguruza. We kind of lost her a little bit, I feel like, in 2019. I don't know where she went, but um, I know she was struggling with some coaching issues. And she, I had actually heard a story, and I still am not 100% sure if it's true, but she kind of like isolated herself from people for a couple weeks to just kind of get her head back on. So it seems like she's playing really well. She's working with Conchita Martinez, which I think right. is a good partnership for her. So yeah. it's yeah, good to Conchita. see her back in fine form. I always love watching her play. Her athleticism, she's like goals for me as an athlete. Yeah, she's awesome. Anis Mova also is back. Super happy about that. So unfortunate. She lost her dad last year, and that took her out of a lot of tournaments towards the end of the year. But she looks good. Yeah, she I rips. love watching her yeah. play. Yeah, she reminds me so much of Kornikova, and it's just really fun to watch her. Yeah, I'm really excited to see a lot of the, the U.S. ladies yeah. in the main draw and doing well in, in the qualies. Yeah, yeah, we're hoping some of our Team T-Dub girls make it into that main draw. They're battling. They're still in the qualies, and by the time you'll hear this, we'll hopefully have them in the main draw. Yes, yeah. fingers crossed. Yes. A couple uh, of other standout matches. Yeah. Sabalenka, CSN, Suarez yeah. Navarro, yeah. Uh, Aya Tomjanovic versus Sebastova. Which when we were talking about people switching out of Nike, she's now full K-Swiss. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. she looks good in it. She's <laughs> she new. looks good in anything, let's be honest. <laughs> Taylor Townsend and Pagula. Yes. Yeah, that's two Americans. That's kind of funny. Like, that's a matchup you could see in like a 60K ITF, I feel yeah. like. Yeah. But both are amazing players and had a really good 2019. Yeah. And then I think the two seed Pliskova versus Kiki Mladenovic. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's gonna be good. Kiki is dangerous. Yeah, yeah, yeah she is. Yeah, it's not gonna be a walkover. No. Yeah. And then after that, another one that's working hard in her comeback, Coco Vandaway. She got a wild card in and we actually got to watch her play at a ITF tournament a couple months ago in Templeton and she's been working really hard. Her and Shelby Rogers were there kind of together and Shelby's right now in the qualies, but they've been working really hard to get back into the shape that they were in before they got injured. So should be interesting to see how she does down under. Yeah, because if she's playing good, I mean her forehand, her forehand, or I mean her serve. Sorry, that's yeah. a, that's the biggest thing. And then the ground strokes. Yeah, she's yeah, she can rip. She's looking like she's super fit and yeah. ready to go. Yeah, she so. moves well. So, you guys, who is your pick? Who is your first pick? And who's your dark horse on the women's side? <sighs> that's a tough one. 
Well, we kind of started it yep. off with talking about Barty. Yeah. yeah, I think we all pick Barty. Um, I mean, there's other players that are playing good, though. You know, mm-hmm. um, Halep's always in the fight for it. We don't know what Serena we're getting. That's you right. Know? Mm-hmm. Waz could have a crazy mm. run in her last one. Yeah. Um, they're all really great players. But, uh, I mean, I like Barty. I'm, pu- I'm always pushing for her. Okay, Barty's the obvious choice for all of us. And then Dark Horse. Do you have a Dark Horse pick or an upset <sighs> alert pick? I don't know if it's a true Dark Horse pick because I haven't really seen her set up in the draw and her matchups later on down the road. Mm-hmm. But the younger player that I'm really thinking is going to have a good year this mm-hmm. year, she got a new coach hitting partner, is Diana Yanstromski. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> pull that out <laughs> yeah yeah she got a big game okay well, i think she's only going to keep getting better learning how to rein in her power she's working with uh sasha okay. the one that used to be with serena and i think she was with waz yeah. or osaka one of the two um azarenka no yes, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah 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 but yeah. she was with serena at one point and uh that's her coach hitting partner trainer you know nice. and uh, i think she's gonna be she could have a run for sure Tiff, do you have a dark horse? Oh, so tough. I'm going to go with Belinda Benchich. I like that. That's a good one. She does well. I find she can be really surprising. You never know. This yeah. time of the year, yeah. I'm bummed that the Hotman Cup didn't oh, happen this year. I know. Year. The, we were talking about that, <laughs> missing the, the Fed. Yeah, the Fed and the combo. Yeah. They always do really well. And I think that helps. They both kind of go into the Aussie on a good note. But yeah, yeah. she's awesome. Finch is a good pick, yeah. She's just so, so damn solid on everything. Yeah. yeah. My dark horse is going to be Coco Goff. Hey. <laughs> I would. I mean, it would be awesome yeah. to see yeah. her start the year off. Um, we'll see. We'll see kind of, yeah, how she holds up to the pressure and everything else. So, cool. Let's jump into the men's draw real quick. We've got Rafa starting things off as the number one seed. A fun little matchup down the line for him, though. Curios is kind of in his section. When would they meet, they uh, would potentially? They Potentially, I think it's a Kyrgios Nadal round of sixteen matchup, hmm. and we know those two. Yeah, that could get, that could get interesting. <laughs> yeah, I actually thought we were going to see it in ATP Cup, but they matched up Kyrgios with RBA, and yeah. Nadal was playing against Damon Auer. But I thought they were going to play each other in singles, and so, that's always entertaining. Yeah, we yeah. always need to get some popcorn out. For that. Yeah, I feel bad. The first thing I notice in the draw, we always look at Fed. He's yeah. playing one yes. of my favorite guys, an American, Stevie Thanks. Johnson. Yeah, sorry, Stevie. Um, I feel bad yeah. for Stevie in that one. You never know what could happen. You but never know. But we're, we're yeah. waiting for Fed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of good matchups, though, man. We got a double Spanish uh, player matchup, RBA versus Feliciano Lopez. Dang. That's a good one. Feliciano's getting up there. Too. I know. He's not going to have a whole lot of... <laughs> but, I mean, uh, Batista Good's playing great, really good. He's playing well. He went through Curios pretty handedly in the ATP Cup, and he's had a pretty solid year. Yeah. Will we see Lopez and Murray team up for doubles? Oh, again? that would be awesome. That'd yeah. be great. That would be really cool. Let's talk about some of the young guys. It seems like there's a lot of next gen. They're making their noise and they're getting heard. We've got Alex Bolt, FAA. RJ Eliassine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sinner. Yes. Yes. Sinner. Yannick Sinner. Yeah. Sinner. Kekmanovic, the Serbian. Yes, yes. Serbian, yes. Yeah. 
Yeah, he's really good. Rublev, um, I would consider him in that crew. Yeah. Rublev, Tiafo. Tiafo, I always forgot uh, that he's I still guess pretty young. Maybe Opelka, we could say, is part of that. Maybe he's a little sure. older, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we'll loop him in. <laughs> Sissy Paws, I keep forgetting. Pos. He's still pretty young also. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to our boy, Marcos Giron, who My will play goodness. Philip Kohlschreiber in the first round. Yeah. Another winnable match for our Team Tita players. That should be good. The, I mean... He can definitely get in a match with them because Cole Schreiber yeah. doesn't really have the game typically to just completely blow you off the court. Mm-hmm. But he's just so darn solid. He's yeah. been like that his whole career. Yeah. Beat uh, Djokovic at BNP last year. Yeah, isn't and, that crazy? Uh, yeah, he's got the game to play with the best of them, you know. And so we'll see. But yeah. Marcos, Marcos is playing good. Marcos and, is playing great, and he has a way of getting himself into these tight matches and finding a way to win. So. Yeah, finding some fire. Yeah. Excited for that. I think it's his first time in the main draw of the Aussie. So I hope that he enjoys every minute of it and finds a way to push through. Yeah. Benoit Pair. I love that guy. He's got so much flair. Always can count on him for some flair. Yeah. Who's he uh, matched up with in the first round? He's playing Steve. Oh, yeah, yeah. Steve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The German Steve. player? Yes. Yeah. German. Mm-hmm. Steve. And he seems to, he's playing well this week right now. So. Yeah. Someone to watch, and mm-hmm. like Tiff said, tons of flair. And his hair is always something to watch. We could talk about oh, yeah. hairstyles too. Dominic Team is working on those frosted tips. Oh, yeah. I as soon as I saw it, I was him. like, he's got like to, the, the whole like yeah. soccer look going yeah. on with that haircut. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, and and Kyrgios is a little like. He's got a little. Yeah. Too. So it's cool. All well, Kyrgios always got the, the clean got fade with on. the lines, you know? That's what I'm wondering. So Roger just recently signed a deal with a footwear brand that doesn't make tennis shoes. It's called On Footwear, and they're a Swiss brand. So I'm wondering if we're going to see Roger walking around in on shoes before and after his matches, because Kyrgios is notorious for wearing his basketball shoes onto the court. And I'm curious what Roger, if he can bring a little lifestyle into his pre-tennis swag. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure he, they'll have I'm, him yeah. rocking something you know, out there to the court. Yeah, you I can put, so. You can put anything on Roger, and it's yeah. going to... It's going to be going to look good. Right? Sharp. Who else can we talk about? Some other key. I wrote down some key yeah. matchups for me. Uh, Tiafo Medvedev. Oh. I mean, that's tough. That I feel like Medvedev is just probably too solid, too, too solid. consistent. Yeah. But that should be a good one. Yeah. Um, Shardy Goffin. Yeah. <laughs> Both pretty much kind of like some veteran players, for you know? For sure. Yeah. Um, that's a good one. Uh, Query Chorich. I saw that. Yeah. That's rough. I oh, that's rough. I I feel like I go Chorich on that one, but I don't know. Yeah. I guess it kind of depends at how the courts are playing. Yes. What the yeah. if the smoke's gonna affect the air humidity? Even I don't yeah. know if that's a silly question, but I feel like the air might even be heavier. Yeah. So the ball could move slower through the court, which I, unfortunately wouldn't help Query. Yeah, Query's a big conditions guy. Yeah. Always done good on grass. Always done good more like in the summer, Fast. the yes. U.S. summer hard courts, yeah. you know, type of thing. So. Yeah. We'll see there. We'll see. Um, another key one that stood out to me was uh, Dusan Lajovic versus Kyle Edmund. Yeah. Yeah. Kyle Edmund's still pretty young, too. And yes. he can smack the ball. He, he hits oh, yeah. big. He rips, but so can Lajovic. Okay, Lajovic, I haven't watched much of yeah, that. Yeah, he's got a sick one-hander. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. And I think nice. he made it to the finals of a clay court tournament last year. So okay. Different, different surface, different conditions, but yeah, he's he's one to watch out for. That's really cool. And then Monfils and the old school veteran, Yinsen Liu. Oh, wow. Randy Liu. Yeah. Still representing. Nice. Um, I think Monfils is obviously the favorite in that, but 
I always like watching Randy Lou, man. He's got super clean strokes. Yeah. So I think that'd be a fun match between him and Monfils. For sure. Yeah. There's a lot of good matchups. Who do you guys think is going to win it all this year? Well, based on uh, ATP Cup results, it looks like, I mean, Novak. Like, yeah, like Novak. I mean, obviously, he's it's what, like, number two in the world right now, but gosh. he took down Rafa pretty handedly in those conditions yeah. on probably a similar type of court. Yeah. If I was a bet man, a, right, you know, but he does have a few, yeah, Australian yeah. Open titles. Yeah, I watched a little bit of his practice yesterday, and it's just like his timing. He's just dialed. He's so dialed in, and yeah. it's timing, just like perfection, flexibility. Mm-hmm. He's in shape. He's yeah. he's a beast. I don't know if he's still eating 100 percent plant based, but I know that was um, something that had come up in pat in the past, and a lot of plant based athletes are making their way onto the tour on tennis um, and seeing success so kind of cool yeah if i had a percentage wise put money on it or something yeah it's like it's hard to bet against Djokovic Djokovic. who's Um, your dark horse then dark horse man that's a tough one um you have one picked out too we mentioned him but i don't know if you can say if you're a number four seed mm. if you are a dark horse but medvedev yeah yeah i could see yeah. that Just happening like, too yeah yeah that was the he first thing that popped up court. in my head Same. when i was talking about Djokovic. i was oh, like okay okay so if i'm betting against Djokovic, who's the guys that can challenge him right and you know obviously rafa yeah fed if he gets hot yeah but then I was like the younger guys. I was like Medvedev's probably the the most suitable contender right mm-hmm. now. But then I'm thinking, okay, we put them both in the finals. If I don't even know if they're on the opposite side of the draw. Yeah. But you take Djokovic fitness and just experience there, and you put him in five sets against Medvedev. That's really hard for me to see happening as yeah. an upset. But <laughs> hey, you he, never know. He's yeah. Who knows? Who knows could be out of the tournament and left in at the end, you know? And Medvedev might be that person that can get under Djokovic's skin. He does some weird antics. (laughs) (laughs) So you never know. Um, But yeah. yeah, Thinking back to the U.S. Open. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) There's some weird stuff. But hey, who knows? But as far as picking a dark horse. Yeah, who else? Yeah, I mean, who I'd want to win that's Mm -hmm. not a favorite. I would want uh, Ajay Aliassime. But he's been a little bit, I watched him in ATP Cup, kind of, I think, tweaking with his racket into the new Pure OVS. Yeah. Oh, I don't know if I can say that. <laughs> I think it's okay. <laughs> no, you can edit that. Um, but yeah, watching him at the ATP Cup, he didn't look like 100% like at the top of his game. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's who I'd want to win as a dark horse. Yeah. But like more likely to, that's a tough one. Shoot. I'm a big Stan fan, Stan the man. But maybe I'll go with someone like, I, I don't know if the conditions are right for him, but I go with uh, Opelka's. Whoa. He's, co- he's coming around. Like, I yeah. mean, he's got the huge serve. Yeah. He moves well for a big dude. I think sometimes the Aussie courts can play kind of slow. Yeah. And so that might not be the best thing for him, maybe a little faster, but that's a I don't bold, know. That's a bold prediction. I, I like it. I like it. I wouldn't pick him, but I like yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just like, yeah, yeah. Good pick. Tiff, do you have another darker, darker horse? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I mean, I'm like struggling. I have to admit, Sissipas is, and I wouldn't pick him as a dark horse, I don't think, but Sissipas was definitely one of my favorite players, I would say, a year and a half ago. And I'm struggling to get 100% behind him again. And I don't know what to think about him for the Australian Open. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I feel like he's just not, hasn't been super consistent. Yeah. 
in with his results, so it's... He's, he's not been as consistent, and his mental game's been having some chinks in his armor. So um, I'm hoping to see a more solid version of Stefanos out there. Because yeah. I think he has the potential, oh, for yeah. sure. No, he has a game yes. that could win that tournament, yeah, for sure. I, I just don't know if it's now. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I'm looking at the draw now, like, team. He's been team. playing great. Yeah. I mean, he's not a dark horse. He's a fist. No, 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 no. You know, but, but still, no one's yeah, really he, talking he's about got, him. He's got big yeah. chances. He could. He can win on any surface. Yeah. Zverev, hey. Yeah. I think when Sasha. people, yes. yeah, when he doesn't have the pressure, that's when he kind of can make his way through a draw a little bit easier. Mm-hmm. He's obviously a very talented player. Been getting a lot of mentorship from the GOAT. Yeah. Fed, yeah. You know? Him and Fed are definitely friends now. Oh, yeah. um, I shared a private jet uh, after the Labor Cup and did their whole South mm-hmm. American tour. Mm-hmm. So actually, that's a good point. Someone like that on his team, or, you know, just friends, is going to make a huge impact on his game, I think. We'll see if it rubs off. Yeah, we'll see. Well, I would love to see uh, Grigor do That's well. That's exactly what I was thinking just now. I agree. Yeah. I, I'm a fan. I would like to see Grigor do well, too. Last year, he took out Roger at the U.S.? I can't remember. Yeah. You're usually the one yeah. that remembers all yeah, these yeah, yeah. things. I want to yeah. say that was it. <laughs> okay. So, I mean, there, he's had some... Last year, he had some glimpses of, like... Yeah. The Grigor that we once had, the you know, the, yeah. the big yes. hope for. It's, yeah. It's so, so much sucks. It sucks I for know. him with the whole He's kind of been of, and fed. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I think that's Shadow. Kinda, but he's he's such a good player. His backhand's that beautiful. Backhand. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And he just Can I get seems that follow through? seriously. He just also seems like a nice person. So it's always yeah. and he looks good. <laughs> hey, you know, <laughs> got you know. I mean, let's I'm state the obvious. <laughs> Agreeing, shaking my head, yes. So <laughs> there's that. It's going to be an interesting Australian Open. We've never navigated a major tournament with a natural disaster basically going on. And this is a huge thing. And lots of eyes are finally on Australia because of these fires. So I think a lot of people are going to be tuning in to see what's going on with the Australian Open. We've seen already a lot of players kind of have some sound bites and speak out about the conditions and all that. So it's I I feel like every day is going to be filled with drama. And I'm so excited (laughs) for all of it. Setting the alarm. Yeah, setting the alarm. Yeah. That first match on, like, what? For us, it's Sunday. Yeah. And excited for it. Oh, yeah. I love, I love the vibes of this time of year. It's yeah. Like the Aussies on the beginning of the year for tennis. Totally. It's always just, like, so bright, so sunny at the Aussie. The yeah. court's so blue. <laughs> all the players are rocking the, the fresh gear. Cool stuff, they all yeah. are getting their tan on. You know, yeah. it's like... <laughs> And then for us back home here in the States, it's like from here, it goes into spring. We're in the season. To BMP. Yeah. Then we can start getting our tan on. Yeah. yeah. It's, you know. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's yeah. the beginning of tennis. It's so fun. Cool. Well, we went much longer than I expected us to go, but I think this is good content. Hopefully everyone listening enjoys our little banter. And uh, any last words from either of you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we're all spoken I think out we, I, think we, yeah. I think I talked enough and, you know. <laughs> no you guys are awesome thanks for joining me and as I mentioned we are going to team up with our partners Tennis Only and we will do our best to help the efforts with the wildfires down under so we'll make sure to put any links to that in the show notes of this episode as always if you guys have any questions for us about gear or anything tennis related you can email us at podcast at tennis-warehouse.com and be sure to subscribe rate and review and let your friends know about talk tennis and until next time happy hitting